All right, so you were starting to tell me a story before we uh, started recording. So you're telling me that someone ran into you and recognized you based on this podcast. Yeah. So, so tell me, how did that unfold? So I was uh, this past weekend, this past week, I did sound for uh, the Buddy Holly story. Okay. Which uh, great experience, great music. I, you know, I love the show. And uh, I'm sitting there, and it was Sunday, the Sunday. No, you're at the soundboard. Yeah, I'm. I'm sitting up there at the soundboard, and uh, you know, someone comes up to me, and they're like, uh, "Like, oh, hi, John." And I'm like, you know, I, I typically, I'm first off, I'm awful with names. <laughs> I mean, I, cast members will attest to that. Like, right? I'm like, like someone who's been to like seven shows. I'm like, uh, Mermaid One. You know, like I, I, I just. I'm sorry. Mike 12. Yeah. Like I, I'm just really, 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 really bad with names. So uh, she comes up. She's like, hi, John. You know, and I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, do I know this person? Like, I'm trying to, and it, you know, it's Doesn't look nothing, familiar at nothing, all. Just no face. Nothing. She's And she's like, you know, I'm so-and-so. And I, again, I can't for life me remember her name because right. sure. I suck with names. Yeah. So, uh, and she's like, oh, I just, I just wanted to say hi and that, you know, I, I really enjoy the podcast. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> That's insane. I, I, That's I, awesome. I, it's the first time it's happened to me. You know, I know, I, you know, you mentioned, uh, but I, I didn't know, I didn't know what to say. Like, now, I'm the like, fact that you're sitting at the soundboard. Now, apparently, she listens to the podcast, so she can't recognize you. Don't talk at the soundboard, so she's not recognize you by your voice sitting at the soundboard. No, so she's had to have been either on the Facebook page or yeah, seen or, the logo yes, that's, for it. That's what and I'm the thinking. creepy Facebook to the curtain. <laughs> so it's yeah. like it's, she recognized you from that. She's probably the, got a, like a little eight by ten on the side of her bed now poster. set up. <laughs> she's got my face blocked. Yeah, no, she, she's listening to this right now and she's like, that's me. She's like, they're talking about me. Look at that. Yeah. No, it was it was uh yeah. So we, we have pe- apparently like pricked don't remember my name. I'm sorry. I don't take it personal. I fuck it. I remember no one's names. And literally like uh That's gonna make you feel good though, because it's like, yeah, no, we're, I, we're, this is a hobby. We're just doing this for fun. And then you recognize I, I got it. I got home. I got I got home and I told my wife, I'm like, but yeah, someone someone came up to me that they, they listen to the podcast. She goes, People listen to that? <laughs> Oh, like, oh, that's awesome. Well, I know that you don't listen yeah, to it, so thanks. fuck you. Thanks, thanks a lot. <laughs> Last time you were going to be my wife. Yeah. <laughs> right, you can be replaced. <laughs> that's funny. And it's funny that you have that story because I, too, have a similar story. Um, okay, so a couple episodes back, uh, we did our auditions episode. Um, I heard nothing but great things about that, that episode. People really enjoyed that episode. Matter of fact, I think I went on the... Um, the page that lets us know how many listens there are and stuff like that, and that had one of the highest ratings, which was which was pretty awesome uh, because that was a I thought that was a fun episode to do, um, and the reason we did that episode was because the auditions for Fame Junior were right around the corner yep. for the Encore Kids. Now, we knew that it was going to be an Encore Kids show, and I'm hoping there aren't any kids sitting around listening to this podcast, especially with you know the colorful language we use and stuff like that. I don't so, know what you're talking about. So just for fun, I happened to be in the area because I'm having my rehearsals across the street while they're having their auditions in the theater for Fame Junior. So I decided I'm going to go pop in 
and see how it's going. So I go in and, you know, Adam Landry's directing. So I go down to the front where they're sitting and I chat with them a little bit. And I maybe watch five or six people audition. Yep. And you can guarantee, I can guarantee you that those six kids I saw audition do not listen to our podcast because none of them took any of the <laughs> advice that we had to offer. However, I go up in the back and uh, Cheryl Dupree is running the table for him so that they can, uh, you know, have somebody to pass out sheets and numbers and stuff like that. And we get to talking and I tell, and, and, and somehow in our conversation, the podcast comes up. And I asked her, I said, oh, do you happen to listen? And she says, I do, I do listen to the podcast. She said, I find it really funny. She said, but I gotta tell you something. She said, one of the kids that came to audition for Fame Junior, this kid is a 15 year old boy. I don't, I don't know what his name is. Um, but the mother listens to the podcast. So she listened to the auditions episode and as soon as she was done listening to it, she sat her 15 year old son down and made him listen to the podcast. Not just because she said that we had given so much good advice uh, about you know what you should do, what you shouldn't do. It was so informative. She thought it was really worth all the cursing aside to have her son listen to it. And I was like, that's fantastic. So we've actually reached our audience in the correct way. Uh, you know, we reached out, we, we delivered a service, we, we, we talked about the ins and outs of what you should or should not do. She had her kid listen, he took that advice, and he went and he auditioned for the show. Now, I don't know if this kid was cast. That's something I'm gonna have to ask when I run into Cheryl next time I say it. But uh, I just thought that was fantastic. No, it's, it's good though, because you know, we talk about, uh, you know, now we're getting a little bit bigger, it's slow growth, which is good. And, mm -hmm. Um, that kind of feedback will help us drive future episodes. You I'm know, hoping. It, now we know that, hey, we gave some advice on a topic and yep. people were listening. They liked it. They you know, did. It, they it's, did. It's good. And, uh, and I mean, this is only one instance that we right, know of. Right, right. How many other people listen to that podcast? I was like, oh, you know, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I won't. People are listening to us and they're taking advice like we know what we're talking about. I, I think that's fantastic. If I sat down and talked for an hour with you, <laughs> in, or, or if, we did, if we did this in front of our wives, they wouldn't listen to us Oh, for an God, hour. no. They'd be, so, they'd be like... In the other room drinking yeah. wine and doing something yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah we're gonna go now yeah yeah nothing yeah. we have to say is worth the listen i'm sure so i thought that was a great story and when you told me you asked i was like that's yeah. and i'm wondering i wonder if it's the same woman is it I possible it, maybe it might be who knows that would be because you don't know her i don't name, know who it is and yeah. i know her name but i can't remember it <laughs> nice uh, it's like hey if you're listening and you're that person yeah email yes us. shoot us a message Send on us facebook an email absolutely so that email the next us. episode we can get your name right yes you know? absolutely yeah. behind the at curtain at gmail.com <laughs> yeah. send it there we'll mention your name if we hear you uh, um but it's it's i just thought it was really great that you know there was a parent out there who listened to our podcast and they were like, you know what, some good advice. I'm gonna sit my kid down, um, you know, push the language aside, but they make some good points. And that leads us into kind of today's topic. Um, a parent getting involved in their child's career. Um, we usually call these stage parents, or you might've heard it referred to as a stage mom or a stage dad. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be what we're talking about today. We're talking about stage moms and stage dads, because let me tell you something. I could tell you some stories, my friend. <laughs> In my career of being oh, a director of God. community theater, I have seen some winners come and I have seen some winners go. And let me tell you, I've gone toe to toe with some tough, tough 
parents. I've seen you go toe to toe with some, <laughs> <laughs> with some, with some parents. Recently, I've gone toe to toe yeah, with some yeah. parents. There's a couple, oh, of, couple man. interesting ones. Do you remember? I mean, how, thinking back, do you remember like the first time uh, you were around an incident where something was going down, like with a parent and maybe a production crew member, or even if it was yourself? Oh yeah, no. It's it's one of those you know. I think it, at some point in every show, and, and don't get me wrong, you know, right now we're going over some of the negatives, and there can be good. Oh no, stage. I yeah, have yeah, a lot of yeah, positive po- to say. But every show, there's always some incident that will happen with a negative incident of stage parenting. Absolutely, and the degrees vary in shows. Some are like. What the fuck did I just witness? Sometimes you're dealing with one parent. Sometimes you're dealing yeah. with a slew of yeah, parents. Yeah, a group that oh my you'll God. get. You'll get like the the leader parent that mm-hmm. decides that something is some god awful atrocity in community theater that is being committed to you know some imaginary <laughs> event. Like, right. but in their mind, this is awful. And then they go and they like they you know gather a few other stage parents and they just push oh, and push and push and push it's, it's like poison until they, yeah and they get they get a group together and next thing you know you get five but it's good because you know you just got to shut down that one fucking parent you know what and that's and and you know we do have a lot of great parents who oh, yeah. come in uh, they get involved they want to work on the show them. we we, we couldn't yeah. i mean they they're the ride for their kid yep. uh, they bring them to the rehearsals they're there when they're supposed to, you know, pick up, drop off. Um, a lot of parents get involved in the shows. They're doing tech. Well, we do our encore kids shows. We have parent monitors. We put them downstairs. Yep. And a lot of them, they are, you know, I don't want to say that they're all drop off parents, but some of them are. Some of them will drop their kid off at rehearsal and they'll pick them up at the end of the night. And that's pretty much what they do. And that's fine. You're getting them there. We appreciate that. Yep. But then there are those parents who want to stick around. They want to see the process a little more. So when we do our kid shows, you know, we, 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 we get them involved. And we, we say, all right, you're going to be a parent monitor. You're going to help us keep the kids quiet so I can focus doing this and you'll be responsible and let them see the show a little bit. So when we have those volunteers come out, we appreciate that. It's fantastic. They work backstage, like you said. Uh, you know, they, they help put our bio boards together. Yep. Um, you know, we, we do have a great parenting group. Um, and you know who the parents are who get it, and you automatically know the parents who don't. Um, when I started directing, I started directing in 2001. Um, I joined the Encore Repertory Company. Um, I had been an actor in a bunch of shows. I mean, I was acting since the eighth grade, and we talked about this during my origin story. Um, I'm trying to think back to a time when I was just an actor and I was a young kid. Um, and I'm sure there was stage parenting going on. Maybe I didn't understand it or I didn't get it because I was too young. Um, it was really when I became a director that it, because now I'm dealing with a cast, um, now I'm really learning what that means. Now you hear about soccer moms and soccer dads and you hear about it happening in sports a lot. And there's a real negative connotation to those kinds of people. Yep. So you'd like... Okay, there I can understand. It's very competitive. Uh, you know, it's it's um, it's very physical. But in the theater, it's like you know, it, it's cutthroat. It's it's amazing how it's just as competitive on a on a football field or on a soccer field as it is in the theater. Sometimes I think theater parents are worse than sport parents. Yeah. You know, they they can be insane. Um, I have a few classics in my day uh, that rings to mind. 
Um, when I directed my first show uh, at the Alcohol Repertory Company, I did Feather on the Roof, which you were in. And um, we had uh, a young lady who had done a couple of shows prior to my coming in. And she had a stage mom. Oh. She had a stage mom. Probably she's in my top three. She will always be in my top three stage moms. I'm trying to moms. think of who it is now. Uh, let's just say that the daughter played Peter Pan. The first uh, time we yep. did it. Okay. No. Um, and the mother. Now, I, I don't want to speculate. And there were so many instances where I was butting heads with her that yeah. I, I, I can't never put my finger on one exact thing. But some of the moments that stand out, um, it, we were doing uh, a chorus line. And yep. um, chorus line, there's no set. It's just, it's, it's a costume show. And it's all leotard. It's a dancer kind of show. Yep. Uh, a lot of the girls wear a lot of skimpy outfits and stuff like that. Uh, we had one girl in the show in particular who had some body issues. She 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 didn't, I, I don't want to say she didn't like her weight. Her weight wasn't really a factor. But she didn't want to wear the skimpy little leotard. So she asked if she could wear this. I think it's called a sarong covering kind yeah, of a thing. Yeah. That just kind of covers yeah. you a little bit. And I had no problem with that. She came to me. We talked about it. Well, this stage mom caught wind that she was wearing that, and she wanted her daughter to wear that. Now, her daughter's a toothpick. There's no need for her to wear this at all. And it was like, I didn't want to have 15 sarongs in a straight line for the entire show. So she came to me, and she's like, well, she's going to wear that too. And I was like, no, the customer's already picked out her outfit. This is what she's wearing, and it's been already worked out. Um, so after that conversation, I think the very next rehearsal, it came time for them to have their costumes on. And sure enough, there she is. She's wearing this sarong thing. And I'm like, didn't I just talk to the mother the other night saying she wasn't going to wear that? Yeah. So I approached them and I was like, why, why are you wearing that? And the girl kind of seemed surprised that I was even asking. I don't know if she knew that I had that conversation with her mother, but I was like, yeah, yeah that's not part of your costume. You don't need to wear that. So listening to her director, she, I, I, I think I recall this right. She got rid of it. And before the end of that rehearsal, she had it back on because the mother kept going up and telling her, I want you to wear it. You need to wear it. And I'm like, lady, what are you doing? Yep. It's just, it's stuff like that. It's, it's these overbearing parents who, who think that their kid... I don't know if she thought she was a superstar or she was supposed to stand out. I mean, it's an ensemble piece. We were doing a chorus line. There's like 16 characters in that show, and they all have equal amounts of time. And it's just like she just would not let up. And that wasn't the first time I dealt with her. I had to deal with her when her daughter was Peter Pan. The poor girl in Peter Pan got sick first weekend. So literally, I think she flew Friday night. She flew Saturday night. Sunday, she's in the hospital because all of Tech Week, she was sick. We found out that her mother was keeping her out of school. This kid wanted to go to school because she had tests to take. The mother was keeping her out of school. And then, like, she's so sick and dehydrated. Come Sunday, she's in the hospital. The mother has them putting fluids into her intravenously so she can be on stage at 2 o'clock that afternoon. I heard this and I'm like, what is happening? I felt so bad for this kid. I was like... Who thinks this is a good idea? You know, it's just crazy. And that's, and that's some of my early dealings. And I, I had a few run-ins with that same parent several times. Um, eventually, they ended up leaving um, Encore. They, they stopped doing shows. They went and started their own company. Yeah. Um, 
after the fact, uh, which was great. You know, hey, all the power to them. You think you can do it better? Knock yourselves out and yep. go and do it. And if you want to, you know, abuse your kid, um, you know, on the stage like that, please do it somewhere else. Just don't do it here. Yeah. Else. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and again, not the only one. We had uh, we had other other parents that come through, and I find it's a lot of moms. We've had a few dads. But in my experience, it's been a lot of moms. I think the moms are the ones who typically are uh, are hanging out. A lot of the dads. Yeah, sure, you know, right. It's something for the mom and the daughter to do, so yeah. they go or the mom and the kids to do, and the fathers are working and yeah. doing whatever. Or if the dads are there, you know, we'll con them into some of the heavy lifting. Exactly, and, get know, them in the get warehouse, them, get them back there helping get us them doing, doing sets, tech, whatever, whatever it is. Absolutely. And and um, again, we appreciate oh, the yeah. help, but crazies, stay home. No, <laughs> do us the favor, yeah, stay home. You're not doing your kid any justice. Because let me tell you something. Every time, you know, and here's the trick about that. This kid was such a great actress. Yeah, she she was good. awesome. She was a you could she was a leading lady every time. Yep. But you get to that point and you're like, do I want to cast this kid? And deal with the parent. And deal with the parent. Yeah. And then you start to weigh your options. You're like, well, do I really need her? Because with her comes the mom. Yeah. If I don't cast her. I don't have to deal with the mother, yeah, and the mother goes avoiding, away. You're avoiding exactly. the baggage. And, 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 it's, and it's the mother hurting the kid's opportunity to be in all these shows. Because, yeah, you're fantastic. You should be a lead in every show. But your mom's a pain in the ass. I don't want to deal with it. Yep. So you're not getting cast. And it, it's, it happens. And like you said, every show, there's something. Yep. There's, there's some event, whether it's a single parent, it's a group of parents. It's just crazy. It's, it's just crazy. Why would you do that to your kid? I think a lot of it too is uh, uh, it depends on the show, and you do you get that kind of stuff more. I think with the with the kid shows. Oh, absolutely. You know, with the because now you've got younger kids, possibly new to community theater. The parents aren't quite sure what to mm -hmm. expect, and they they question more, they judge more, they hang around more. They're not used to the process. You know, right. you do you you do one of those other shows, any of the bigger shows that we talk about where it's. It's all people we know or yeah. have come across oh, or have adults. done other shows. They're yeah, adults, adults. And they can stay all night. And you don't, you, you typically don't have to deal with that. I mean, sometimes you get, you know, uh, uh, overbearing actors that have their own. But oh, that's a whole that's other, a whole different podcast. We'll talk about that in the future. That. <laughs> yeah, but but with the kids shows, you know, and there are, I've I've had situations like, really, at no point in any show should a parent be talking to me. Yeah, like, like why would I'm, they even I'm come doing to the you? sound like. Don't ever talk to me. Right. You know, I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a kind person. I don't want to talk to you. No, no. But seriously, like, I, I, there's just, there's no reason for it. No, there isn't. Like the only person that I'm ever talking with is going to be uh, the stage manager or the director. You right. know, or if I'm talking to a cast member. But right, my right, interaction right. with parents should be nil. Non-existent. Yeah. Non-existent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I have, I've had, I've had parents, and I'll tell you, and and you know now from we've worked together long enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, if, if I'm doing sound during a show, I don't want any, I don't care who you are. Don't talk to me. Like, uh, like you're working. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is if you've got 30 channels, you're running, you got a script, you're watching what's on stage, you're doing a million things at once. Even if I, if I screw up and I miss an entrance or something like that, I don't need anybody to tell me. I know I fucked it up. Right. And if you come over and you try to distract me to tell me or something, Guess what? You just made me miss someone else's line because exactly. I don't have time to talk to you. Right. Um, and, and why are you hovering over you right. during a show? Wouldn't you be watching your kid perform? Yeah. And I, I remember. I remember. I had a, a, a kid show. It was a, a not even a kid show. It was actually a, one of the years we had Christmas Carol, 
And uh, I had a parent of one of the kids and literally actually wasn't even, wasn't my fault. It was, uh, it turned out after, well, she'll tell you. So parent comes up to me, kid comes on stage, no line, like nothing. You couldn't hear him. Mike's not on, whatever it is, you know, but had the fader up, look over, Mike packs fine. I'm like, what the hell is going on? All right. But whatever, you, you couldn't hear the line too right. late. Nothing can right. be done. Parent comes over. You know, like tapping me on the shoulder and it's like, what's going on? Why, why, why didn't we hear right, his line? Like, what did you do? What did you do? What did mm -hmm. you do? And, yeah, and exactly like, what yeah, you're talking I'll, about. I'll get to the bottom of this mm -hmm. eventually. But so, but get the fuck away from me. I'm trying to do this. <laughs> I'm trying to do the show. Like, I don't have time I'm to talk to you. I'm trying to figure out why right, you yeah, can't like, be heard. Trust me. You get oh, it. Yeah. I know you know what's <laughs> going on. We don't need this person right. to tell you. So it, it turns out that after... Uh, the kid forgot to put his mic on. Yeah, left it down in the dressing room. Yeah, left room, it right? down in the dressing room. Mm -hmm. So luckily, yeah, God nobody forbid. else was in yeah, that dressing so, room because when you would have turned it up, they could have been exactly. singing high school so, musicals and whatever else they would have been know, doing. Thank you, thank you to that kid for for uh, a minor F up. Right. And actually, that's a major F up. But uh, thankfully, by pure chance, it didn't make it worse than it could have been. You know, you bring up that and you've got some girls down there singing giggling uh, or singing whatever, whoever knows whatever's going down in the dressing yeah, room yeah, and sometimes yeah. weird shit happens in the dressing room <laughs> but but instantly the parent is like you know you know fuck this sound guy he he missed my yeah. kid's line yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. but yeah the parents turn uh, on you like it's something yeah. you did in the moment yeah. come to find out later on oh, that, that kid just didn't even put the freaking mic on to begin oh, with. And it was it was a mess cuz after that you know I, she was not satisfied with the way in which I handled, like, she apparently wanted me to stop and have a conversation with her. <laughs> so she had gone to, uh, I think it was Anna, was, uh, producing, was the show. producing the show. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. went to Anna and was like, you know, the sound guy missed the line. And I, oh, I was, how f happy I was when I found out that that mic was in the dressing room. You know, I, oh, it was, yeah. it was beautiful. But yeah. it's like situations like that, you're just like, what the hell? Like, and you do, it's, it's, you know what, it's human nature because it's like anything, you look at like reviews on websites. Uh, you have a million great experiences, and those are great, and you're happy about oh, them. Absolutely. But it takes one sour experience to just. Oh. But it's the same thing with stage parents. You know, I know so many parents that have been involved for years. You know, um, that have started with their kids young. You know, mm -hmm. like the, uh, uh, and their families are just so involved. Like the the Landry families of the absolutely. world. Absolutely, yeah. Or, you know, and the they grow up with the company. You know, like, absolutely. Like, and they, their kids started so young, and they're they're doing stuff, mm -hmm. and they're so involved. But then, you know, for every, every you know, six of those, it, yeah, there's, just, there's just that one and it's really oh, bad. And it just frustrates you. Oh. I, I'm sure you get it way well, more than I ever. I'm going to tell you, there was, um, there was an incident uh, after that other woman yeah. and her daughter went off and started their own company. Um, we had had uh, a family that had worked on a lot of shows. Uh, in all different aspects, they helped us build sets. Uh, it was a mother, father, and a daughter. Um, I think they had another kid, but he didn't do any theater. And um, they would build sets. Yep. They were tight-knit. They were in good with Encore. And they were really nice people. We've been to their home for dinner. We were friendly with them outside of the yep. theater. You know, And uh, it was just, it was a great friendship at the time. Um, but, but the mother was, she was a little, a little crazy. And, and I would make requests for you know people to do things and um i started clashing with this with this mother um even to the point where my mother-in-law um approached me she was producing um i think this was i don't remember what show this was but she approached me uh claiming that i was being extremely difficult 
and um, I was trying to explain my situation and how why I was fighting with this woman, and um, it just slowly persisted over the next few shows, and um, eventually, oh, you know what it was? Um, they were they were involved in building the set. And the set was right. coming along I very this. slow. Yeah. Um, this was actually this was this was even before this was before uh, that other person left. Yeah, this was early on. It's actually my first show. Um, the set wasn't coming along at the speed we needed it to, and I kept complaining. When is the set going to be done? When is the set going to be done? And uh, and my mother-in-law just went off on me one night. She was like, "Why are you being so difficult?" And I was like, "Me being difficult? I'm like, I'm waiting on this set. If you're gonna get involved, if you're gonna step up and be like, I'm gonna build the set." Then do it. Don't drag your feet. Get the job done. We'll have it when we need it. Yep. I think it was like tech week and we still didn't have set pieces. So, um, yeah, there was a lot of clashing. So, you know, the, the bad taste gets in your mouth from that point. And then as you go on, it's never quite the same. Yeah, and things start up. to happen. Uh, well, we got to a production of um, Annie. We were doing Annie, which was the first time we had done Annie. It wasn't the junior production. It was the big production. Um, we had an open audition. Um, all these kids came out. And uh, this woman's child auditioned. Uh, she wanted to be Annie. Uh, she did not get Annie. Uh, she did, though, however, I don't know how familiar you are with Annie. There are like six named orphans. Yep. And then you can put as many extra orphans in as you want, plus Annie. Um, she didn't get the role of Annie, but we offered her like July, I think it was. One of the other Yeah, named orphans. Orphan. A named orphan. A named orphan. And this woman was so disgusted. How dare you? not offer my kid Annie and I was like I was beside myself because here I think we're friends because even after that incident in that first show you know you, you have this up yep. and down we've had dinners at their house and we've spent a lot of time with them and it was just like a switch it was like how dare you not cast my kid uh, my daughter was owed that role and I love I love hearing that you think because you work on a show that your kid is owed something, that's a killer right there. Yeah. Don't do something because you think later on you're gonna get something else out of it. Yeah. That's like the worst thing you, you can do. And that's that's not just a that's that's not a community theater. That's a life. That's lesson. a life lesson. You, you, you Absolutely. Don't, you know, there are so many people volunteering to make a production happen in you know different elements of time. You know, and like you said with the set piece, you know. A, if you're going to commit to do something and you're volunteering in the theater, definitely everyone's relying on mm -hmm. you. So yep. don't half-ass it. If you can't do it or you don't think you have the time, then Say don't, so. commit. Absolutely. don't commit. Say so. Or you know, help instead of doing the full commitment. But to do something for the sole thought that you're, you're, gonna be owed. you're doing this because then your child will get a role. Well, yep. if you didn't listen to the audition podcast, right. that's not how it works. It, I know, you know, I know. It's not how and, it works. It's not even close to how it and works. And I don't even understand the mindset. Like, I have a little guy at home, okay? My son's four. And there are going to be times he's going to want to do stuff. And I'm going to take him whether he wants to do sports. Heaven forbid theater. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but whatever he wants to do... I would never make an ass of myself to hinder him in doing something that he's going to want to do. Yep. I'm not going to be that guy. I mean, I, I can't wrap my head around that concept. Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you make it harder for your kid to continue to do this? Yeah. You know? Um, we had um, a, a gentleman 
because um, I don't want to just put it on you ladies, it's not just you, trust me. Uh, we had a, a gentleman who was kind of new to the company and um, he was hanging around a lot and his daughter, um, his daughter was a sweet girl, she was young, uh, she was very quiet, shy, um, and for some reason he just was always hanging around. Like he was always around her when he didn't really need to be. Like the kids, when we would get into the theater and we would send the kids down to the dressing rooms, he was always down there. And there was no need for him to be down there. He was just always with her. Yep. A lot of people would come to me and they'd be like, what is going on with this guy? Why is he always around? This is weird. He was like constantly watching her. Now, I don't know if that's how they handle her at home or whatever, but it was weirding out a lot of people and they kept coming to me and coming to me and coming to me. And we kind of just kept an eye on it, made sure that nothing was going to happen. Finally, I had to tell him, like, you can't be down here. I need you to be upstairs. I appreciate that you're trying to help your daughter out, but there are, like, 50 of the cast members are running around down here trying to get stuff done. And if you're not, if you haven't been asked to help in this, in, in this capacity, you're in the way. Yep. So eventually he got that concept and he went up. And, and the nice thing about that guy is, even though at first we were a little leery about him, Turned out to be the nicest guy. We really got to know him. His kid did a bunch of shows with us. Uh, the family's super nice. Uh, they moved away, unfortunately. Otherwise, I think if they hadn't, they'd still be doing shows with us. And they're a super nice family. So it was like, in the beginning, he might not have even realized that he was doing that. Yeah. You know? And, and we were handling it in such a way where we didn't want to, like, scare him off because his, his kid was doing the show. She was having a good time. But we were like, you gotta, you can't be here right now. You gotta be up in the auditorium and you gotta let your kid do what your kid's supposed to do. You know, it's funny, but how Give him some space. And, and how many times have you gotten that where, you know, I've probably heard it a million times, the people on the stage, so, you know, everybody's got badges that's allowed back there. Right, because you know? we have a and strict you, badge policy. Right. Because right. of Amanda Palmer. I've heard it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're called Amanda. No. Oh, she knows. Yeah, so, but I've heard this many times. A parent will come up and say, no, 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 my, my kid's down there. You know, if my kid's down there, I'm going down there. And guess what, parents? No. No. Because no, your kid may be down there, but so are 30 other kids exactly. that don't know who the hell you are. We don't know your background. We don't exactly. know who you are. You don't have that badge. I don't recognize your face. Yeah. Sorry, bud. I don't, I don't care. I've man. seen parents. Yeah. At the Try to get of, through me. At the Trust close me. of a show, luck. they will come up and I'll be like, who is that? And someone will be like, oh, that's one of the kid's moms. And I'm like, get rid of them right now. Yeah. They do not need to be on nope. the stage. There's, I mean, it's not like we have like three and four year olds in our shows downstairs where they physically, these kids right. need help. If you, your kid's going to yeah. be old enough. No, to, no butts are being wiped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's no need for that. Yeah. So, you know, your kids, and, and you gotta, and I would think as a parent, you want to give your kid a little bit of space yep. so that they can learn this process and everything they have to do. Um, just you know, give them that space. They need that. They need to learn because if you're always following behind them, cramping up their style, we, we see that. We oh, see yeah. the overbearing parents all the time. And it's like, yep, that's one, that's one. And it's like, we go back to it. Do you want to cast this kid in the future because you don't want to deal with the parent? It's tough. It's a tough, yeah. tough, tough. And, and you know what I see a lot too? At an audition. I know we did our whole audition podcast. I hate when I'm sitting in an audition and a kid is standing in front of me and I'm looking at that kid and that kid is not looking at me, but he's looking Look over my shoulder at the parent. And sometimes I'll glance back and I'll see the parent mouthing the words, which, you know, could be cute, but it's not cute. That's a stage parent <laughs> in the making right there. Yeah. If you're mouthing your kid's words so that they can see your lips moving, you're not helping them. Yeah. They need to learn that song on their own. Your yeah. mouthing the words isn't helping them. That is how you know you're in the beginning stages of being a stage parent. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And, um, you know, going on the thing you said earlier about how people are new and they may not have done this before, um, you know, issues with time. Like, you know, we get a lot of kids in our shows. We want to get them out in a timely fashion. We hate to keep them late, especially during school season and stuff like that. So if, if rehearsals are running over or especially if it's tech week, you got those parents who come in and they're like, oh, well, it's 10 o'clock. I need to yeah. take my kid home. So, so I guess they thought that you were joking when you said that Tech Week, you know, like they know about this stuff going we into We have it. a parent meeting. Right. We have a parent meeting for every kid's show. And we explain to them in that meeting. We do a whole breakdown of the schedule and we tell them Tech Week, which when I did theater as a kid, wasn't called Tech Week. It was called Hell Week. Yeah. And that's a proper term. That's, that's the best way to describe it. It is hell week because you could be there till 10, 30, 11, 11, say, 30, 12 o'clock at night. In the last three or four years, it's gotten significantly better. It has. You know, where it's now a well oiled machine. Like, if I'm home by midnight, I'm like, wow. If I'm know? home by 11 o'clock, I'm like, holy yeah, crap. Yeah, this, I can't believe it's, it's so early. It's great. But you're right because yeah. four years ago on during tech week, you know, I'd be like, yeah, I'll probably be falling asleep around 2 a.m. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and get up at up like and, 6 the next morning to go back to work. Yeah, go to work. And Absolutely. It's leave tough. work to go back to and, tech. And, and the parents, and sometimes the parents don't get that. Um, you know what? Let's do this. There's a story we're leading up to because it's a show that just happened. And I know you've got it in the back of your head with the group that yeah, I had to yeah. address. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll get into that story. We'll be right back right after this. Behind the Act Curtain is sponsored by Macaulay Music Studio, featuring lessons in acoustic and electric guitar, electric bass, beginner piano, ages 5 and up. Also has a full featured recording studio that specializes in audition demos. You can visit the website at macaulaymusicstudio.com, Macaulay is spelled M-A-C-A-U-L-A-Y, or contacting Matt at 401-347-2390 or macaulaymusicstudio at gmail.com. The Encore Repertory Company presents Mary Poppins, the Broadway Musical, live at the Stadium Theater Performing Arts Center. Six shows, October 16th, 17th, 18th, 23rd, 24th, and 25th. You can check us out at the Encore Repertory Company by going to EncoreRepco.org or check out the Stadium Theater's website at StadiumTheater.com. All right, so we're back. And, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I know where you were leaving off because I got to sit in the room for that, uh, that glorious, glorious speech. And uh... <laughs> Let, Let's just say that I am known for delivering some speeches. <laughs> and you whether it's... You have made a name for yourself. Whether it's... I have a reputation, whether it's tearing into a cast um, or just speaking my mind what I'm supposed to. Um, yeah, they're... they're there have been some instances where uh, I've had to lay into a group of people. Uh, but before we even get to that, I got one more story I want to share with you. So um, we're doing a show. We're doing uh, Willy Wonka. And I got uh, the, this family that's working on the show. One of the kids is in the show. The parents are working backstage. Well, I guess they got this other son who doesn't really do a lot of theater. And they decide that, um, so the family's always out. They're going to bring this other son along. So we need to find something for him to do. So I guess he's going to run spotlights or something like that. Yep. And um, now, again, this family has done a bunch of shows with us. 
Okay. And um, never really thought of them as like stage parents. But there was a situation where I guess the kid that was running the spots wasn't really into it. He was only there because he had to be because the rest of his family was there. Yeah. So um, there was an incident where I don't know if he missed the spot or he shut one off late or something like that. Uh, during a break or maybe it was the end of the night, I'm not sure, uh, he was walking through the lobby and I made a comment to him about, hey, we're not going to miss that spot tomorrow, right? And he kind of gave me some lip. He's like, oh, you don't, you, know, you don't want me to do it. Or he said something stupid like that. So without even thinking, without even hesitating. Now, there's this maybe like three or four people in the lobby working on the bio board. So it wasn't like just him and I having this conversation. Um, there were people in the room. And uh, so I stopped quick and I was like, whoa. I said, if you don't want to do the spots, that's fine. You can sit down. I'll find somebody else to do it. Well, I don't know if the mother was coming around the corner as that happened or he went and told them that I said that the parents got all bent out of shape. Like I was the biggest asshole on the planet for telling this kid if he didn't want to do this job, which I didn't even know at the time he was being forced to do. It wasn't until later on when I sat down with the parents and they explained to me, they were like, well, you know, uh, our son's in the show and we're working backstage, so we can't just leave him home alone. So I'm like, wait a minute, because you don't want to get a sitter and you're dragging your other kid along. I've got to put up with this shit. I've got to deal with this? Kid didn't have to be rude about it. He could have just been like, yeah, I made a mistake, you know, chalk it up, I'll, I'll get it right tomorrow. Instead of giving me the attitude and me turning around and just saying, hey, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Oh, yeah. Flew off the handle. The father, who works backstage, very next day when we were doing a show, purposely didn't bring a drop-in time when he was supposed to. Just to try and make a To point. fuck with me. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, that puts the cast in danger because if it's a scene change and people are moving and need to be yeah, in now spot you bring in time, that drop down on top of exactly them. oh it caused a big problem uh yeah and 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 it was just like who does that again your kid is in the show having a great time they were like they like stormed out that night they left they said they weren't coming back and i'm like you know what if your kids want to be in the show and you want to work on the show, work on the show. You know, do it. Yep. Do it because it's fun. Don't do it because you're feeling forced, which apparently this kid that was running the spots was feeling forced. And it was like, if he doesn't want to do it, he could have just sat in the audience every night at rehearsal. He didn't have to work the show. But the parents were making him do it. So I was like, how am I the asshole here? Yeah. So yeah, that caused a whole problem. Um, but it's, again reiterating to parents if you're gonna have your kid get involved in community theater talk to some people talk to some other parents who are familiar with what goes on and this is leading yep. me right up to the big story of what happened at christmas carol um you know if if you don't know what you're getting i, I don't know about you but personally as a life lesson if i don't know what i'm getting myself into with the technology we have today you can look into it you can ask questions. You can find out from people who are involved. You can go online, Google it. Trust me, the internet's at your fingertips. You can get all the information you need. Yep. Um, know what you're getting yourself into. And the reason I say that is because when we were doing Christmas Carol, um, it was, I don't know, it was like 9, 9.30 at night. It wasn't even that late. No, that, that's what was, that was what was both amusing and horrifying to me because I witnessed this whole thing unfold and it was up there with like the top three most awkward, <laughs> awkward moments ever. Like I'll be for a moment, I'm like, I'm like, shit, am I gonna have to go throw down with Fred? Like, 
Like, am I going to have to back him up? What's I'm gonna going tell on? You, when I'm, I'm, I get passionate, and, and when I get on a roll, shit will start coming out of my mouth. And sometimes my brain doesn't go as fast as my mouth. So I'm saying things, and as I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, shit. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But I'm also making the point that I really want to make by saying what I'm saying. So basically what I, to, for the audience to understand what happened was, so there were a couple of parents who were new. Uh, they hadn't done community theater before. Um, and there were a couple that maybe did some shows elsewhere. And it was like 9.30 during Tech Week. Now we've already told them that it's going to be a little bit later during Tech Week. Yep. And, and the parents were coming in and we were still running some scenes. And they started gossiping amongst themselves. And uh, I don't know if it was my stage manager, but someone caught wind that some of the parents were unhappy with the time frame. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? They can't be complaining because they knew we were going to do this. Yeah. So I continued to run. Um, and then I guess an email got sent out. An email went to my producer, uh, or maybe it was to my stage manager, um, from one of the moms. And it was it was kind of like a backwards compliment where they're like, oh, we really appreciate what you're doing, but it'd be great if you could get yeah. our kids out of these. We appreciate time. what you're doing, but fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like how dare you keep our kids yeah. out this late? And I was very offended by the email. I didn't like the tone. Now, see, I'm the type of person I don't like to, I don't write things in emails. I don't like to write things in text. I hate doing that because if I can't talk to you one-on-one, -on -one, I can't gauge how this conversation goes. You well, could be so sweet and sincere. Yeah. I might read that as you come you, across as so a little asshole. You never, it's like a general. Never put it in writing. Yeah. There, and it's, yeah, email, email is always, it's it's not a medium that translates well for. Not at all. Uh emotion or, or anything else about what you, how you're really trying to say something. You know, <laughs> you'd can, you can be the biggest wordsmith in the world. Absolutely. I am not. Yeah. But uh, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's And, and, and it's frustrating because I'm, we're there three nights a week rehearsing. Come and talk to me. I'm, I don't feel that I'm completely unapproachable. I mean, I, I, I hold myself in a certain regard and I carry myself a certain way when I'm at rehearsal because I'm in director mode. But... I'm not unapproachable. I've had parents come up to me all the time. And it's the parents that their kids do a lot of shows with us who you get a nice rapport with yep. who will come up to you and they'll talk and, and, and you can explain things to them and they'll ask questions. And I, I'll field questions. I don't mind answering no, questions. Let me, let me save you a little. So for any parents listening, this doesn't mean come up to them with every fucking question in the world during Tech That's Week. That's why I have a stage because, manager. <laughs> yeah, because, because Tech Week is... Uh, you're busy. It's crazy. So, it's right. crazy. So if, yeah. if you're wondering, you know, are are the shoes with the dot, you know, stage oh manager or sure, yeah. send an email for that. Yeah. But yeah. if it's an issue, right, you know, right. approach yeah. and discuss. Exactly. Exactly. So or the producer. Producer's there too. <laughs> so this email goes out. I read it. I'm not happy. I tell my producer I'm addressing the parents when they come in to pick up their kids tonight. I said so. We're purposely going to run over so that they all have to come inside. And get their kids because we don't let the kids go outside yep. you know they have to stay in the theater till their rides come in and get them so we're, we, we go over a little bit and um actually no it wasn't even at the end of the night for some reason i wanted to run it twice and by the time the parents came in i had just finished running it the first time so i was getting ready to run it again yeah um and it was act two so it was i think it was really quick anyway yep. uh so we were probably gonna be another 35 minutes 40 minutes um which I tacked on 20 minutes by talking to them, <laughs> probably. Yeah. So, yeah, I did. I, I got up on stage, and all the parents, I kind of corralled into one area, 
and I launched into my tirade. I basically laid it out on the line for them. I said uh, something along the lines of, um, <laughs> I said, maybe this isn't for some of you. I said, you know, it's not like sports where we can only do it during the day and, you know, it's going to be done in a timely fashion. I said, we do stuff at night because we all work regular jobs. Yep. Parents work regular jobs. You're bringing your kids at night. I said, this is how it works. And it's funny because as I'm saying this, and I went on for a good 20 minutes just laying into the parents. Um, and I was like, let me say what I have to say and then I'll field some questions. So I, I talked for a little while and I'm just saying one thing. Now, I can see some new faces in the crowd that I don't recognize. And there's this one guy in particular who's sitting there and he's got this scowl on his face. Like he's ready to say something to every sentence I'm saying, but he's waiting for me to finish. And um, I'm just going off and I'm like, you know, if, if you think it's too late, maybe you should not come back. Go do sports. Don't do theater. This is what we do. This is why it has to happen this way. And I'm explaining. And I can see some of the moms that I recognize nodding their heads in complete agreement with everything I'm saying. And then I see these other parents just scowling, knowing that I'm addressing them because they're the yeah. assholes who sent the email in the first place yep. and got this whole ball rolling. So I'm sure from your perspective, you're <laughs> that we opened the back when this went down. We I, was, yeah, I was sitting at the soundboard. I'm sitting at the soundboard because I was waiting to start. Right. You know, so everybody else is set. You know, all the mics are set and everything, and I'm sitting here. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then I'm listening to you do your thing, and I'm like, oh, something's going down. And uh, yeah, I still remember when. Uh, the gentleman you're talking about, you know, he stood up to make his his address. Well, after I finished, yeah. I was yeah. like, any questions? And I knew it was uh, coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was in, uh, he wasn't happy. He wasn't. He was not happy. One, he probably wasn't happy with the way I addressed it. Uh, but two, you know, it, he was like, well, you know, you should be more um, conscientious of their time. You know, wasting time, and we weren't wasting time. We were in well, tech week. I forget because he was—he uh, was another one who it was like you know, hit you with a little compliment, but then he was far more insulting. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, it was like oh, that's, he said that's something. Like, he said something nice, away. and then he was like, "But you could be less of a condescending fuck," is basically what he said. Yeah, without saying yeah, that. Without absolutely, saying that. Absolutely. It, but it, it was—it was clear what he was trying to say. And it was fantastic because even though I let them talk and say what they had to say, those recognizable moms who've been around would chime in, agreeing with me, basically telling these parents, yeah, this is how it is. We've all been doing it. This is either you deal with it or you don't come back. Yeah, and, it's that simple. And like at the end of the day for the parents, you know, this isn't fucking high school where we're putting it on for you and your family. Exactly. You know, there's stadium selling these tickets at what, 22 bucks a pop or right, whatever it right, is. Right, right, right. So if we've got- uh, We have a job, we have a responsibility. Right. So if it, if it gets done at 11 and we finish, great. If it gets done at 12 and we get done what needs to get done, great. If it gets done at 1 o'clock and we get done what we need to get done, well, guess what? We've got a fucking week. One week yeah, to we literally. pull all this together, all the technical yep. pieces, sound, lighting, props, set. You figure act, four like, nights if you take Thursday off to do everything on that stage. And really, like, how much do you really get done with the cast on a Sunday. You don't, because you, you you, you, you're probably so many, still doing lights or oh, yeah. the set's fin being finished. Yep. It's, it's crazy. And you you and never know You never know what state it's going to be in when you get there. I mean, no, I, of course not. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that. There's always sure. stuff you got to fix. So you're, you're committing to 
and typically the rehearsal process, you're you're good with your schedule. You're gonna they're gonna be there. They're gonna pick them up. They're gonna leave. But exactly. it's different. Tech week is different. And if if they don't get that, they they gotta get it quick. But yeah, that guy was. Uh, he he yeah he he didn't get it he didn't he, get he it. didn't get it and you know what I honestly don't remember <laughs> I don't remember which kid was his so it's like if he's come back since I couldn't tell Who you knows? I have yeah. no idea but hopefully he took my advice sir you're unmemorable <laughs> <laughs> and, and hopefully he took the advice and was like listen if this is how it's gonna be maybe this is and and and, and the suckiest thing is it was inconvenient for him. He wasn't thinking about his kid in that moment. No, he's not thinking his, about the kid. His the kid production. wanted to be here. His kid wants to be in this show. We've been busting our asses for three months, and now you're gonna come in and be ticked off because it's ten o'clock at night and your kid's not out the door yet. Yeah. You knew when, and and I I, I don't want to say you knew when you signed up, but you knew at your first rehearsal. You know, when you came to audition, maybe you didn't know. You accepted the role, maybe you didn't know. But that very first rehearsal, you knew. I do think that occasionally with kid shows. And this isn't, occasionally, you'll get parents that will see it as an opportunity of like a babysitting service. Unfortunately, we do get and, that. And, and I think it's few and far between. Yep. I do. It does happen on occasion. But I think it happens. And Tech Week is when they learn real fast that that's not a babysitting yeah, service. It's not because it's those not, kids are working their asses off. picking them up off. when you want to. Exactly. It's a commitment. And, yeah. you know. It's tough. And it's tough because we've made a lot of really great relationships with parents over the years like we have some great families and i'm not going to start name dropping families but if i talk to you enough you know who you are Um, but we do we have some great families and i love when they come over and they chat me up and i love going to a show that i'm not directing but it's like an encore kid show or it's one of our other shows and i see that they've come to support either their kids in it or their friends kids in it or something like that so you look at you look at some of those families that are now like close friends with each other Absolutely. from their kids doing theater together. Totally. And they're like they're at each other's houses on weekends. Mm-hmm. Like they've they've built, you yeah. know, you know, later life friendships with other husbands, wives, whatnot, sure, whatever sure, it may sure. be, uh, through through community theater. I can think of one couple that actually got together. One was a, a dad, one was a mom. Single mom, single yeah. dad, yeah. and through theater, yeah. uh, you know, started hanging out, met up, and they became an item. I don't know if they're still together, but you know what? Yeah. They, they work yeah. together. And, I, and, and it's funny because we talk about how that happens with cast members sometimes, but the parents do that too. So yeah. this isn't just a place for the kids to come and play and, and do these shows. It's we're community. And we've, we've, that's why we're called community theater. Absolutely. So my advice for these parents... If parents are listening, or if you are a parent and you're listening, take this advice to heart. Don't be an asshole. Regardless of who you're talking to that's involved, let them do their job. Absolutely. You know? and because we're not there because we're just screwing off. We're there because, one, we want to be there. Yep. And two, we have a job to, to do. And you got to trust that. We're gonna get it done. Yeah, and we're not wasting. The, we're not keeping these kids there until 10, 10 30 at night. There's a there's a reason behind everything we do. Absolutely. And I, I can Absolutely. think of. I had a parent question me once because I took a, a mic away from her daughter, and she was like, "You know why?" And I'm like, "I'll, I'll be honest with you, ma'am. Uh, the reason I'm taking the mic away from your daughter is because she's the best one on stage, and she can project when those two other girls can't. Absolutely. So the best chance for me to make all three of them heard mm-hmm. is to take the mic from your daughter. 
but don't make me have to fucking explain to you again. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you know, right? But, but it's, you, at the end of the day, they have to know that whatever you're doing for directing, whatever the stage manager is doing for that, everyone's doing it with the same goal to make the best show Absolutely. possible. And whatever we do is towards that goal. Absolutely. And if it affects your child in a negative way or a perceived negative way, I'm sorry. Right. But right. they're not there for them. They're there for the show. Yeah. And they got to get right past that. This isn't, uh, it's not a, a one man, you know, this isn't golf where your singular performance is going to, exactly. you know, <laughs> exactly. you're, you're part of, you're exactly. a cog in a giant machine. Um, that first woman I talked about, uh, the woman whose daughter did Peter Pan with us, uh, this is, this just popped right into my head. So I want to share it. Um, the first time I did Peter Pan, uh, I designed, we, we, I think we rented set design like they sent us plans and we built the set based on those plans mm -hmm. uh, we've never done anything like that since but the nursery was literally made of like i want to say 30 pieces 30 individual piece wall pieces that had to break away so that we could do the aerial flight of peter pan and the three kids okay now the girl who plays peter pan she's a phenomenal actress she's so good so I don't have to worry about her. And you know, I always say this during tech week, the cast has to be all set because I can no longer worry about the cast. I need to concentrate on the tech. Plus we're doing a flying show, so it's that much harder yeah. to deal with. Safety and everything else. Um, the, the breaking away of the nursery was taking too long in my opinion. It was like a minute and a half. Um, and this is supposed to be so fast so we can have this aerial ballet. There's not enough music to fill that space. Yep. So it's like, it had to happen immediately. Uh, and we did it like, I want to say five times in a row. Um, the last time we did it, I think we broke the set away in 47 seconds. And I leapt into the air so joyful. I was like, yes, fantastic. That is awesome. That's exactly how that set has to break away. And I was ecstatic that we did it in less than a minute. Yep. It was 47 seconds. I mean, it was a lot less than a minute. I was so happy. I said, if we do it that way every time, that's going to look amazing. The kids are up there. They're flying. It's going to look fantastic. This mother got so mad because I praised the tech crew for doing the set breakaway in 47 seconds. And I didn't praise her daughter who was up in the air. I'm like, what? Are you shitting me right now? You got to be kidding me. I mean, it was like amazing. 47 seconds broke away. I was so excited yeah. because I didn't say, oh, and by the way, great job, Peter Pan, flying up in the air, physically doing nothing yourself because the people in the wing are the ones pulling the ropes to make you fly. But, you know, I didn't say that. So I had this mother up my ass about it big time. She was pissed. But what else? What else was new? She was always yeah. pissed at me. Water into the bridge. <laughs> so yeah, you know, again, just parents, if you're gonna get involved in theater, just know. And then, and like we said, it's isolated incidents. Yeah. It usually happens about once a show. So here's the trick, ladies and gentlemen: look around the group of parents the next show your kid's involved in. If you can't find the stage parent, it's you. <laughs> 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 All right, be prepared because if you're gonna come in and act like an asshole, and it's not just, and I'm, I'm not just saying. I mean, we're telling stories based on experiences we've had within our company. Yep. Um, I went to another company, the only other company I've ever directed for, uh, and I had three producers on that show. I don't know if I told the story on any of the podcast. I had three producers on that show. Um, 
Two of them were wicked sweethearts. The third one, her daughter didn't get the best part that she wanted in the show. She actually got like um, Grandma's Idol, which for me, I think is a fantastic part. That's like the dream. Yeah, I think we talked about it in the uh, origin story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that woman, yeah, that's right, because yeah. I big fuck you to the set builder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, that woman was a wicked stage mom. But she had the power because she was the producer, yeah, so she was over dangerous. me, and that's where it was tough. That's and dangerous. I had to handle that, and it wasn't my co- it wasn't my company, yeah. so I had to handle that one very cautiously. But you know, even in that instance, it's like you know what? I'm not out to get your kid. I'm just here to get the best performance out of them, get them to do the best they can do, make the show look amazing, make everybody happy, make the parent happy, make the actor happy, make the theater happy, make the company. Uh, People that, who run the company happy. That's what we're for. And it's never about me as a director. It's always about the show. And I always say this. Check your ego at the door. Don't come in here with a big swelled head saying, oh, my kid's wonderful. My kid's the best. You know what? Because it's not about that in this instance. It's about no. putting on the best show possible. So if I didn't go up to your kid individually and be like, hey, great job tonight. Because I was talking to 50 other people before that. It's not personal. You know, and, and, and that's why we have cast parties, so we can thank everybody on the whole and make sure that you get all those personal thank yous. We thank the parents every time. Even though parents that are pains in the asses, yep. we eventually, you know, because th- still, they bring them to rehearsal, even though they're not happy about it. And we thank them for that. It's like, you know, it's tough. So maybe this isn't for some parents. Just, you know, they think, think about it like this is if we take your kid and we put your kid on stage for two hours with shitty lights, a, city, a shitty pit, you know, no backing whatsoever. The rest of the cast sucks. Is your kid going to carry for 600 people, you know, no sound equipment, nothing by themselves no. for two hours? No. Hell no. Definitely and not. I don't, Definitely I don't care not. who your kid is. There's some amazingly talented people I've come across. Right. I can take the most talented person I've come across in community theater and I'm not watching them in that setting. You know, I, I'm not. You know, I I've that, walked out of shows before I have with people pro- in. Uh, <laughs> I have that problem with adults. Like, I'll right. have an adult actor on stage and I'm not paying attention to them because I'm talking to my producer and they get offended by that. And I'm like, what's it because I have something personal against you? You're good. I don't have to worry about you. It's when I'm watching right. you critiquing right. every little thing you do that there's going to be a problem. When I have a problem with you, you'll know it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So if I don't say anything, yeah. you're all good. You don't have to worry about it. And that's the same thing with the parents. You know, we get these great parents who come in and, and they work on these shows. And even the drop-off parents that you only get to know a little bit. Like, I'll see them and I'll be like, oh, that's so-and-so's parent. I don't see them that much because yeah. they don't get involved. They, they go to all the shows. That's how you know them. Or they'll come up to me and they'll introduce themselves at the end of a show and I don't even really know them and they're like oh great show da 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 you know because they've chosen to go the other way and not be around as much yep. it, just just don't don't be a stage parent nobody wants to deal with that that's the worst <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass because at the end of the day what have you accomplished you've made your kid stand out as you know a the kid's not difficult but the parent is you don't want to deal with that kid anymore yep. it's like why would I go out of my way to um, to do anything for your kid if this is how you're going to act yeah. I don't know just don't do it it's a bad habit don't do it <laughs> don't be a stage parent yeah. be a helpful parent if you want to do anything yep. get involved if, you, if, if they're looking for uh, parent monitors or someone to sell tickets or uh go backstage and work or build a set in a warehouse, you know, 
get involved, get to know the people running things. This way here, you know, you can put your mind at ease a little bit and yep. definitely not be all amped up like, oh, what's, why is it happening this way? Why is, why is it happening? Why, why is my kid out at 10 o'clock at night? Well, maybe if you were here at the beginning, you would have understood a little bit of that. <laughs> Instead of waiting till tech week to start coming around, like, what the hell is this? Because yep. we've only been talking about it for three freaking months. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I. You know what? I'm tired of talking about parents. Be a good parent. Don't be a bad parent. <laughs> I digress. Uh, All right. That's going to be it for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Hopefully some of you heard what we had to say. We'll know when we see you. <laughs> I'm Fred Fortier. I'm John Roberts. Have a good night. You've been listening to Behind the Act Curtain. You can follow us on Facebook at Behind the Act Curtain or on our website, BehindTheActCurtain.com. Original music by Shaded Glitch. You can download his debut album, Lost in a Labyrinth, on iTunes and follow him on all social media. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us an email at BehindTheActCurtain at gmail.com. <laughs>